Good morning, everyone, and welcome to your seat at the table. And what a day that the Lord has made. I am so glad you're with us today. Uh, I know you enjoy the worship and the presence of the Lord. Wherever you are, even though in this place of isolation, in this time of all the things that's going on in our world, make sure that you press into the Lord and make sure that no matter where you're worshiping, I know right now we, we're usually home or listening to this uh, in a place that is not a church normally, but just keep pressing in to the presence of the Lord because he says where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in our midst. And even though we are gathering virtually, God knows your heart. So I pray that you just keep pressing in to the Lord um, and allow him to touch you because God wants us to feel his presence. And so also at this time, I'd like to give all of you an opportunity uh, to worship the Lord in your giving. Um, giving is a major part of being a believer in Christ. And for those that are here that's watching, we are so thankful for your tithe and offering. You know, what is a tithe? A tithe is a tenth of your uh, income that goes to the church and offering uh, is an additional so that can be used for mission work, could be used to give to those in need and the orphans, the widows. Uh, and so a tithe is help to maintain and, and provide for the church and then an offering is above that. And we are so thankful and many of you gave an offering towards the building fund. Thank you so much for doing that. And um, we are moving forward. There is a slight delay in the time frame, but um, we're supposed to be there around May. But now it's going to be back to June because the facility is uh, upgrading uh, electrical thing, upgrading air conditioning. So, you know, God is still in control. You know, this week we were uh, we picked up about 84 church chairs that was given. These things look brand new to me. Uh, they're still in great shape. Uh, there was a couple people in our church that helped, uh, Peter and uh, my sister Amanda was there. We, we packed it up in this trailer uh, and we worked hard and these chairs are so nice and they're beautiful church chairs. And so God is providing for us. And I know that Many of you can't wait to get back into worship live. But in the meantime, why don't you just reach forward and touch God because God is omniscient, okay? He's omnipresent. That means he's everywhere. And so at this moment, why don't you just by faith worship the Lord in your giving? Um, right there, follow the instructions on the screen and you can give there through um, Zelle or Quick Pay. You can get through Push Pay, texting. You can send us a, a check. I know we, some of you probably wondering, well, what's the address for that? We will put it on the screen for you uh, so that you can have a mailing address to send those offering checks to, okay? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the power and the authority that you've given us to obtain wealth so that we can bless your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for this offering. Thank you for every dollar, every penny that's sown towards your kingdom. We love you. We ask that you would multiply and use it for your great work. For we know that you are, we are sowing into good ground. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you as you give at this time. You know, last week, as we enter into this sermon this week, last week I spoke about 
good ground that, you know, our life, there could be areas in our life that's doing real well and the other areas, a little bit of stone and thorns. But I know one thing is God loves us so much that he considers us good ground and he steals souls and he still believe in us. That's why God continually sows into our life with good things. You ever notice that? He didn't stop loving us when we mess up. He didn't stop loving us when we have areas in our life that is not where it should be, but he continues to speak to our hearts. And that means he is, we are good ground. But today I like for us to look at a very familiar story. It's a story about the father of faith, as the we would call him, um, Abram or Abraham. He became Abraham, but his name was Abram. And let's look at the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 through 7. And now we're, we're not going to probably read everything, but we might, but then we're going to go from chapter 12 to uh, of Genesis and then chapter 17 of Genesis, okay? So let's look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 through 7. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of the country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curses you and you and in you all the families of the earth shall, shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him and Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him and Abram was 75 years old when he departed, all right? Let's look at Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and you will multiply, and I, and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. Now let's jump down to verse 17. Now this is when the Lord told him that his wife, Sarai, will have a baby a year from now, from a year from when he's speaking to him. Then Abram fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? All right. I want to speak to you today on the topic of delayed, not denied. Delayed, not denied. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word is a blessing to us. Help us, Lord, to hear what you want us to hear. Help us to understand in our minds what you want us to understand. And help us to receive right now what you have for us to receive. In the name of of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, today, um, 
I want to speak to you again that oftentimes we, we see, and I want to use this story of Abraham's life, that at 75 years old, God comes to him and tells him, this is what I'm going to do. This is what going to happen in your life. You're going to be the father of many nations. That, that people are going to be blessed because you, you are part of their life. That, that people are going to know you and your descendants will be, if you read that story, your descendants will be like the stars of the sky and the sands of the beaches or the ocean of the sea. And could you imagine this man who Abraham was at the time, Abram, he was 75 years old. And God is telling him, get out of your country, get away from where you're living, and go to a place where I call you to go. Now, the Bible says that Abram went. He went where the Lord told him to go. He pressed forward. At 75 years old, he moved into his destiny. He moved forward into his future. At 75 years old, y'all, and his wife was probably 65 years old at the time. And so at 75 and 65, he and his wife move into a land they've never been. They move and they are believing God for the miraculous. He tells them, you're going to be a father of nations. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was him, he would think, well, does that mean I'm going to be a ruler? Does that mean I'm going to be a king? Does that mean, what does that mean, right? And he's doing all these things. And you see the trials from Genesis chapter 12 to Genesis 17, what Abram or Abraham goes through. You know, he ends up in Egypt and then, um, you know, he was... Sarah, you know, the, the king of Egypt said, is this your wife? And he's lying about it. And, you know, he's scared for his life. There's all these things. But yet God still believed uh, that uh, Abram was good enough to sow into him. He, he was more than good. He was good ground. And yet when we jump into Genesis 17, we see that at, the Lord comes to him at 99 years old. Now, brothers and sisters, I know many of you are listening to me. There's been a lot of prayers you prayed. Right? You've been believing God. Many of you have been believing God uh, for married life. Many of you believing God for uh, other things, children. Many of you believing God for your businesses to grow. Many of you believing God for your healing. Many of you believing God for all the prophetic words that have been spoken over your life, me included. I'll give you a great example. We've been believing to move forward into a new facility, and yet it's delayed again. Just one month. But we've been believing for a long, you know, for a, over a year now. And we've been going and being faithful. And I know there's frustration. We're like, Lord, is it going to happen? But I want to tell you today, just because something is delayed does not mean it's denied. God did not say no. Think about that for a minute. Just because something isn't happening to you right now does not mean God is denying you of that process. Because if you look at the life of Abram or Abraham, um, there was lessons that he learned through the process of 25 years before Isaac, the promised child, was born. Think about all the lessons that he learned in 25 years before Isaac was born to him as, a, uh, as his promised son. He learned how to lead. He learned uh, how to live his life. He learned to be uh, faithful. He learned to uh, persevere. He made mistakes. 
and he tried to help God out, and there's big problems with that. But he learned through the process of continuing on with the things of God and being faithful to the words of God, even though things were delayed. Brothers and sisters, maybe that's you today. You know, you feel like, Lord, have you forgotten my address? I mean, have you forgotten my, my phone number? Have you forgotten my name? No, God did not forget you. The Bible says that he neither uh, uh, leave you nor forsake you. And so I want to encourage you, even for myself, I'm preaching to myself today. There's a lot of things I'm like, Lord, why is this keep being delayed? And yet I keep reminded that delayed is not denied. Delayed, say it to yourself, delay is not denied. Delayed is not denied. Just because something is delayed does not mean God has denied you the process. Think about it for a minute. When the Lord came to Abram, uh, uh, Abraham at 99 years old, and he says, you know what? A year from now, your wife is going to give birth to a son. He laughed. The Bible says he laughed in his heart. He said he laughed and said, Lord, can a man that is 100 and a woman that's 90 have a child? Let alone, he's like, that's almost impossible. But the Bible says this, what is impossible for men is possible with God. Man, he was, de he was delayed 25 years. Think about it. 25 years delay. At 75, his son came when he was 100. 25 years of delay, but God still was faithful. Brother and sister, I want to encourage you and learn this lesson from Abraham that no matter if you don't see the results that you're looking for, don't let your heart be hardened. Don't let your heart be sick. Don't let your heart lose faith in God. Keep doing the things you do. Keep being faithful. Keep uh, uh, praying. Keep worshiping. Give, keep giving uh, words of encouragement. If you're a teacher, keep teaching God's goodness. If you're a praiser, keep praising God. If you're a, 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 a pastor, keep preaching the word with faith and with hope. If you're a minister, just keep ministering to the people. Whatever you're doing, do it with excellence and do it as unto the Lord because God cannot lie. See, God cannot lie. Look at Romans 8, 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Think about that for a minute. And we know, we quote this a lot, right? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. See, no matter what we see with our eyes, no matter what the circumstances are, we know one thing is all things. When we love God, all things is going to work out. He's a big enough God to fix it. Think about this for a minute. Abraham wasn't perfect. He messed up. He tried to help God. You know, he, he, he had another child with uh, uh, one of his servants, right? But yet God says, even in all that, I'm big enough to fix it. And the Bible says that even Ishmael, you know, the one that was born not of Sarah, but of Hagar, the servant, God says that even then, he will bless 
Ishmael. Wow. See, God loves us so much that even in our mess up, he's still going to bless. Even when we try to help him out, he's still going to bless. Even when things aren't going the way we think it is, he's a big enough God to fix it. See, if he isn't, if he can't fix it, he's not a big enough God. But he can fix our messes. You know what it says in the Bible? It says that I will make rivers in the desert. And I will make a way in the wilderness. He will make the crooked ways straight. That means that even in our times where our heart is failing us. And I was like, Lord, where are you? We feel hopeless. We feel helpless. We feel like, God, why are you denying me? God is saying, I'm not denying you. It's just a delay and delay is not denied. Right? And God says, just, just keep faithful and learn these lessons. I remember there was a time in my life I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated. I had not spoken in over five years one sermon. You imagine that you're called to preach the word of God. You're called to, uh, I, I feel like sometimes I have the passion of evangelist and a heart of a pastor. And I haven't spoken one word in over five years, not even a message. I wouldn't even preach it in the church I was attending. I wasn't even really uh, teaching Sunday school and everything. I, I, I was going crazy. And I said, Lord, maybe the prophetic words that people said that you're called to ministry, um, you're going to preach, uh, you're going to travel the nations and you're going to preach to the nations and all that. I thought to myself, OK, maybe they heard wrong. But brothers and sisters, today I could tell you that during that time, it might have been delayed, but it was not denied because all those things is happened to me. And there have been times where I've been invited to speak so much, I have to and to say, I cannot, I can't come, I can't come to speak, I, I don't have the time, I, I need rest, I, I need to be with my family, I, I've got a schedule that's so hectic sometimes, and I thought to myself, wow, God did not deny me what he promised me to be the voice of the nations, but he, that during that time of delay, those five years, I have notebooks, you know, back in the days, I, I still like to write on paper, I know some of you younger uh, generation, you like everything on your smart tablets and your smartphones, and keep notes, and that's wonderful, I started doing Doing that, but I, for five years I have notebooks about this thick of notes of scriptures that I was studying and studying and studying and studying. There were sermons in there I've never even preached. I still haven't preached. And so, brothers and sisters, what are you doing in this time of delay? Are you being upset with the Lord? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you using that energy to say, Lord, I'm going to praise you harder. I'm going to press in. I'm going to study more. I'm going to do more. Uh, uh, I'm going to do it more excellent, whatever you're doing. I'm going to be more faithful because you know what? I'm going to try to outgive you, Lord. I'm going to outpraise everybody. I'm going to work and do the things that I can control and not what I can't control. You know, in those five years, even though I was frustrated not be able to speak, it's like having a songbird and not allowing it to sing. It drove me nuts. But you know what I did? I picked up my Bible and I began to study. I began to pour into the word. I began to worship God. I would say, God, I didn't, I didn't become a believer in you because of what you can do or going this and doing all these things, I became a believer in you because I, was, I wanted to be your son. 
And brothers and sisters, I want to ask you this question. Do you really love God is because of what he can do or what he can provide for you? Or do you really love God because you just want to be his child? Ask yourself that question. Because we're oftentimes saying, God, how come you don't do this and do that? But I want to ask you something like this. If he's only, the only thing he's ever done for you was to save your soul, it's worth more than the world. Because the Bible says that if a man gains the world and lose his soul, what has he gained? Nothing. Brothers and sisters, today I want to tell you that no matter how your heart is, and I know I feel it in some of you, I'm, I, me too. I've been saying we're moving forward since January. Now we're delayed another month. I'm upset about it. I'm frustrated about it. But I know that all things, like Romans 8 says, all things work together for good for those that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. So if we have purpose, then he's going to have to provide that. He's going to have to work it out for us. And hey, I pray and say, God, when we move into this place, I need new electrical outlets. I need new air conditioning. I want everything to be set up. I don't have to run electrical wire. And you know what? They're going to do that for us. They better. And so, you know, when we prayed, I said, God, I don't want to have to build the bathrooms. I want the bathrooms to be super nice. And, and even the, uh, that my wife and children and the women of the church will approve. And guess what? The bathrooms that's already built are beautiful, they're nice, and they're uh, my wife and my children, they approve, the women of the church that seen it approve, and guess what? I even pray, say, God, I don't want to manage it. I don't want to clean it. I don't want to maintain it, and God has given us that. I'm so happy. I, I was telling uh, one of our pastors, you know, Peter, I said, man, I'm so happy about it. You know, it's exciting because God says, and we know all things work together. All things, brother and sister. Romans 8.32, I want to leave you with this. And I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like this is a message to encourage you. That don't give up hope. You know, I was speaking to someone and I said, do you really believe that God would deny you things that is good? They said, well, you know, no, really. Would he really deny you? Look at Romans 8.32, he says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Brothers and sisters, if he doesn't even spare his own son, wouldn't you think that he'd give us all things? Why, why would a good, good father that we sing, I love that song, God, you're a good, good father. Why would he just deny you things that's good? He wouldn't do that. The Bible says that we who are evil know to give good things to our children. How much more would God the Father give you the Holy Spirit, which is the greatest gift? When Jesus left, the Holy Spirit was given to us so he can teach us and help us. Brothers and sisters, it says in Romans 8, 38, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also give us freely all things? 
He's willing to give. The Bible says that we are joint heirs with Christ. I mean, we sit on thrones. Why would he deny? Brothers and sisters, don't allow the enemy to creep in your heart and put doubt in your heart about our Father, our good, good Father. He's here to help you. I want to share with you one thing here, a couple steps. One, you know, in this time, begin to worship. I'm talking about worship. Put on music. Don't look at the situation. Just put on music and begin to cry out to the Lord and say, you know, I just want to be your daughter. I just want to be your son. I just want to worship. Secondly, you know what? Be, keep faithful. Keep going, doing the things you are doing. That's what Abram did. That's what Abraham did. 25 years, y'all. Okay, 25 years of holding on to this one word. You're going to be a father of nations. And at 100 years old, and his wife at 90, she gave birth to their promise. See, God knows all things. He knows all things. It's because oftentimes we don't see the big picture because there's lessons in Abraham's life that he needed to learn so that when the promise comes, he can be faithful to nurture that son into the destiny and the purpose that God has. Look at Galatians 6, 7, or Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 9. And I'm going to leave you with this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Brothers and sisters, it's been a rough 2020. Now look at 2021. It's, it's a little shaky. And, but if we don't lose heart, we're going to reap. If we don't lose heart, uh, um, we're going to reap in the time, in due season, in the season that God chooses. Brothers and sisters, in this time, don't sow into the things of the flesh. Don't sow into fear. Don't sow into negativity. Don't sow into sins. Don't sow into gossip. Don't sow into doubt. Don't sow into the things that cause us to uh, uh, fall away, but sow into the Spirit. And that comes through reading your word, worship, doing the things that God wants to do, and continue to be obedient. It, it, you know what it means? It means to love God with all your heart, with passion, and love others as yourself. Love others as yourself. Continue to love, continue to be connected to the Lord, continue to press in, continue to worship, you know, continue to listen to His word. Continue to spend time with Him. I want to remind you today, don't lose heart. Press into God, worship, and continue to believe in God and what He says for your life. You are called for a purpose and you're going to reap. Don't lose heart. I want to remind you again, delay is not denied. Delay is not denied. Just because something is delayed doesn't mean it won't happen. And so let's believe God for that. Say it with me. Delay is not denied. Delay is not denied. 
right? Amen. Say that. I believe that God will fulfill all of His, His promise for my life. I believe that God will fulfill all that He has promised for my life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this word. Thank You for reminding us, God, that You didn't even spare Your own Son, but to deliver Him, and You gave Him to us to die on the cross for us. God, so we know that You will freely give us all things. If You won't even deny Your Son for us, then you, I know that stuff and things and cards and, and money and all those, you're going to freely give it to us. Lord, help us to continue. Give us strength to do all things through Christ, to be faithful with you. Lord, bless those that are listening. I encourage their heart today, Lord, with your word. Lord, guide them. May peace be with them. May love be with them. May your presence be with them. May they walk with joy and faith. Lord, may they walk into this world, out their door, God, be a light in this dark world. And Lord, may they be the one that bring hope to those that are hopeless. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a great week. Join us uh, if you're listening to us right here in the U.S. at exactly um, around 11 a.m. Central Time, then join us afterwards for Zoom, and, you know, we can have fellowship and prayer. We love you. We're praying for you. Keep praying for us. Thank you for all that you're doing. May the peace of God be with you.